Mistake, Sean. I do it I virtually know. every no, show. I want to hear like, the whole song. So do I. Because it's it's perfect. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything. It's crazy. It's weird. It's glammy. It's got oblique lyrics. And it's David Bowie off one of the most landmark glam albums to ever happen. Ziggy Stardust. Not my favorite Bowie record, but a great Bowie record. Keep your electric eye on me, babe. <laughs> Put your ray gun to my head. Space face close to mine, love. Freak out in a moon age daydream. Here, one more, then we're gonna go. There was a time that that was kind of what my life was like. Not often, but then, but then he also goes into this weird little <laughs> British sort of dance of the elves sort of thing. Oh, it's so freaking good. My name is Brian Oak. It is the Brian Oak Show, episode 400 and, no, 355. Sorry, I'm a little underslept. Uh, and that's my friend Sean Bernard. How are you today, Sean? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing besides being under the weather? Well, I, you know, other than that, great, I guess. I just, you kind of have a ninja quality about you right I, now. So this mask is probably not medical quality, but it yeah. was what I wore a lot during during the pandemic. I don't think I've put this thing on in more than a year and only because I felt ooky last night and I woke up feeling ooky this morning. Ookie. And ooky. Oh, oh, yeah, they're mysterious okay. and spooky. Something, something, ooky. Adam's fam. I don't know. I love the word ooky. Uh, it's yep. spelled O-O-K-Y, by the way, oh, just okay. in case anyone's curious. No, no, no. Who no. <laughs> <laughs> spells ooky that way? <laughs> oh, Sean, you're silly. <sighs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I just, I, I, what's weird is when you like, you know, you, you take feeling normal for granted all the time, right? At least I do. And then when you feel just a little bit off, you're like, I'm dying it's like no you're just a little nauseous brian you're fine but i'm dying so uh that being said uh welcome back to the brian oak show here in the smart start mn studios smart start mn is minnesota's original ignition interlock company what does that mean sean it means that if you drink and drive mm. eventually your luck's gonna run out because that's really all it is <laughs> it truly and is. you're going to get a dui uh-huh uh, and then they do this thing where you're guilty before proven innocent, and so you lose your license right away. Well, the nice guys at Smart Start MN uh, decided to go take on the legislature and say, hey, we're going to pass this this bill so that we can actually have this little ignition doohickey that starts your car. 
You just got to breathe into it, breathe clean. You just got to breathe clean, man. Don't drink and drive anymore. You did it once. Yep. And, and Well, the- you probably did it more than once because most people probably don't get popped on their first time. And you're like, I'm bulletproof. I could do whatever I want. It's so funny when people say, like, I've never had a DUI. And, like, how many should you have had? Uh-huh. Hundreds, maybe. Telling you, you know? what, that first night in jail, if you're a smart person, it sticks with you. Yeah, we can save you some extra money, and uh, I don't know about the jail time, but we can save you extra money <laughs> by going to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll save you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. You want to talk about Scott McKay, or you want to talk about you? Let's do Scott McKay, but let's not save me till the very last two minutes of the show so people can wow. hear me, just because lately wow. it's been like the last five. Okay, well, I get yeah. caught up in the conversation. I know, and we you know what? So Honestly, that's what happens. And I, I do, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, Sean's right there. We, we got to talk about Today, one Sean. of my top tens is here, and the reason is not only is she a fantastic rocker, but a very kind person. And I like kind people that look you in the eye, that you see them out in public, and they actually wave at you and not like yeah. cool cool rockers that don't remember your name. No, there's something inf- there's there. something she's, infectious she's the about today's guest. Absolutely we will be catching right. up with Great Cindy energy. Lawson in just a little bit here. But first, let's go ahead and talk about Scott McKay, our mortgage guy, shall we? Yeah, it, it, and people think, ah, oh, do I really need to know my mortgage person? Do I really I yes. just want to get through that so I can just get the house that I want? It's a really good idea to get to know a mortgage person and so they can understand your situation, maybe help you plan better so you can get a better rate down the road. They can guide you on how much down, et cetera, et cetera. Even if you're not moving until next year, get in touch with Scott McKay, the mortgage guy. You can also talk to the sell side about helping you buy down that interest rate. Everybody's a little panicked about the interest rates right now, and we can go into the 70s and 80s and all that. But there's ways to be able to lower the interest rate short term. And then what we did actually back in the day, we had a high interest rate back in 1998 when we bought our first home. We refied a couple of years later because what goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go around. Wow. Uh, you should write a song. 612-875-4338 is Scott McKay's number. His NMLS Seriously. Is 332-068. Scott McKay, the mortgage guy. Do you remember from the Star Wars <laughs> movies, the first three, one of the bounty hunters was a robot named IG-88. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. He was tall and cylindrical. And yeah. every time that we have to read off his number, I'm like, that's his Android. I always thought it was for Instagram 88, but that was just me forward thinking. There was no Instagram back I'm then. Joking. There was no Instagram Jeez, back then. Jeez, Brian. We're going to hear a song right now, and I had picked a different <laughs> song. Um, but given today's guest and given the cover of her latest release, it's such a faithful, delightful, inspirational, and wondrous recreation of an iconic album, which, by the way, for everyone's edification, came out 50 damn years ago. No. Way. 1973 is, is when Susie Quattro oh began goodness. her career. Well, she started it before that, but when her first record came out, it was 1973. And um, obviously, a lot of people in America came to know her as Leather Tuscadero, oh, yeah. Pinky's younger sister on Happy Days. But in the UK, she was a superstar, man. She was a big, big deal and through much of Europe as well. And I happen to be an unrepentant fan. So when I saw this image on Cindy Lawson's website, I'm like, oh, fuck that. We are playing Susie Quattro. Well, you got 
it would be impossible for me to overstate my love of Susie Quattro. And I know I've done it before on this program, so I'm not going to do it again. But God damn, she's awesome, man. I mean, she was one of the first women who fronted a band who was, I mean, she was even sexier than Bon Scott. She's like, no, I run this show. Look at this. Take some of this. Have some of that. <laughs> I got this thing. Yeah, I'll meet you boys backstage later on. Susie Quattro is rad as hell. And from her 1973 debut, self-titled, That is 48 Crash. But go dig into her stuff. Even as she drifted into the 80s and became a little more tame, a little more blouse and jeans kind of a presentation as opposed <laughs> to the as opposed to the full-blown, you know, leather catwoman bodysuits. Right. I will tell you this right now, and people can fight me if they want, or send an angry email to Sean. Um, <laughs> without out, without yeah. Susie Quattro, there's not a Joan Jett. Oh, God, no. There's not a Runaways. No, oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, like, Susie Quattro changed the goddamn game. Yeah. And I absolutely love her very much, which is why I love yeah. Cindy Lawson very much, because in addition <laughs> to being very cool, I want you to tell me about this image I'm looking at right here. What is that from, Cindy? Oh, well... It is an homage yes. to Susie Quattro's 1973 album. And it, I showed the guys, actually, I showed them a couple of Susie Quattro um, promo pics. Uh-huh. Uh, and this was the one that made us all laugh right away. And uh, Dave Randall. The gentleman with the beer. Yeah. Uh, Which is a crucial element, by the way. It is. If that weren't on there, it might not be so obvious what you're paying homage to here. Right, right. Um, At his house, because, you know, if if you're just a random person wanting to do kind of a, a photo shoot, you just don't have a, what they call a seamless, you know, a white screen that you can do shoots in front of mm-hmm. um but luckily dave has a house that has a white stucco wall so we all went over in front of the white stucco wall and took a lot of pictures and that was the one my husband took the photo lovely um it well, my congratulations to the chef because yes, it is exceptionally good it is it's really and, good and the 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 part that is kind of the inside joke is that you can see I've got a Whiskey Rock and Roll Club yeah. shirt on, uh-huh. which has a picture of Mark on it. Wow. So, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I so mean, Whiskey Rock and Roll Club, we've had Mark in this room before, and ugh. what he always says is he's like... We're a marketing company that also happens to right. be a band. Like, yep. they're so good at marketing what they do. A lifestyle brand. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. So what, where, where would I see this cover? Where would I see this picture that I am currently deeply enamored of? Um, well, it's going to be the cover of our EP. And when does that um, happen? That. The. So. I've got it here somewhere. Yeah. 
So anyway, we'll talk uh, more about that okay. in a second. All right. Uh, but I just want to let people know, for anybody yes. who doesn't know who Cindy Lawson is, she's been doing rock and roll in this town for more years than I'd like to mention. And I don't <laughs> I don't want to age you or embarrass you. I'm 62. You can go ahead and... Okay. And, well, as long as you're comfortable yes, with it, I'm comfortable with absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, I, as long as you're cool. But in 1985, she had an all-female rock band called The Clams, which frankly is a little suggestive for my taste. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry. Why did you call yourself There's the clams? There's no apologizing. Well, <laughs> we were looking at, uh, we were sitting around in Karen's basement where we practiced. We were coming up with all kinds of names. Um, Do you remember some of the also ran names? Oh, yeah. Were, were, there, were there other oh, names yeah. that didn't oh, make yeah. the cut? Mother, daughter, fuck team. Wow. Um, we had the, I think you would have attracted the wrong element. The, yes, well, we would have we would have shortened it to MDFT. Yeah. Um, yeah. Automatic screw machine. Wow. But that's because there was a sewing machine down there, and we were looking through the thing. So, automatic screw machine, the active shorts, which we also liked. Um, there was a Monty Python <laughs> sketch where they talk about um, seafood shellfish and one of the quotes was that um the clams are are what was it like like uh uh big breasted slutty mollusks or something i mean they were i'm i'm sure that's not it and you met you interviewed John Cleese, which was one of my favorite yeah. things. Hey, that would that I still I went out of body. I really don't yeah, honestly remember amazing. being there. No, it was incredible because I grew up a Monty Python fan as well. Yeah. And to this day, my friends and I, you know, people talk about the cone of silence or the circle of trust, right? Mm-hmm. We have a thing that I don't know how it came about, but we if me or any of my inner group of friends declare lemon curry. It mean lemon curry, which it was one of those weird words. It didn't mean anything. It just kept popping up throughout the entire episode. If we declare lemon curry, that means you don't get to tell anybody, not even somebody else in the circle, lemon curry. So the fact that that's a Monty Python reference Mm -hmm. makes me very happy. You played music for a long time, and then you took a break, and now you are absolutely back, and you're getting attention. I mean, like Little Steven's what is called Underground Garage? Yep. He's got a Sirius XM channel. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh, many cool people have shows on it. Rodney Bingenheimer, um, Bill Kelly, who is a big DJ. There's a lot of people, Kelly by the way, Ogden who don't know who Rodney Rocks. is from Rodney on the oh. Rock. I mean, Rodney right. on the Rock is sort of the indie guy of all indie guys in the history of 20th century radio. He, uh, uh, he had, uh, the English disco in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, a lot of what you would call underage teenage girls, you know, hung yeah. out there. But that was kind of the beginning of the Runaways and, yep. and things like that. Um, but yeah, Rodney has been a huge supporter of female acts. You know, everyone from the Runaways and Joan Jett to the Bangles. And um, and then also I was saying Kelly Ogden, who's from the Dolly Rots, um, she's got a show. They're br- I didn't realize she had a show because the Dolly Rots are brilliant. Yes. Wow. Yes, okay. I love her. I didn't know that. And um, 
anyway, so it's been awesome to get played. He also has a, a channel there called um, Stevie's Coolest Songs. And my songs have been in rotation. Um, and and when you get in rotation, you get played every day, you know. That's and so they cool. are the coolest songs So I, I know that you're cool. How, how the <laughs> hell did he find out that you were cool? How did well, he hear about you? Well, this is all thanks to Rumbar Records, my record label, and um, Malibu Lou, um, who runs it. Um, he's got the connection with all those people. He's He's got the connection with just people all over the world and a lot of internet radio stations all over the world played songs off new tricks. So now they're all excited about the, the new EP, which is, you know, I'm so grateful for. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been super duper fun getting played on the radio. Not because you make any money off it. Of course not. But I, I mean, work on the radio and I barely when, oh. make any money off it. <laughs> But it's like when you write a song, you want people to hear it. And it's just it just it just tickles me to think that that people are hearing it, you know, and the, uh, yeah. the, the number of artists who have come in. So I worked at Cities 97, still do, frankly, yep. for more than 20 years. Mm-hmm. The number of people who were young emerging artists like Miko, I can think of off the top of my head, or Katie yeah. Tunstall, they come in and on their way in, they heard their song for the first time on American mm. radio and they're giddy. They're floating. They're levitating. Yeah. It's, it's still a fun experience. It's yeah. still cool to know that it's getting out there. Before we get to the first song that you're going to play for us here, I do not want to neglect my dear friend, Sean, because. <laughs> He apparently is in need of a little coddling today. So, yep. Sean, you, in addition to being a wonderful human being, Aww. a good father, hmm. dutiful husband, a uh, dear friend, uh, co-owner of the LLC that is under the, you know, the Brian Oak Show is under that umbrella, <laughs> uh, you're also a kind, caring, and thoughtful realtor for Remax Results. How are things going? You know, I'm just going to say thank you because that was very kind of you. And I, I know that I I did push for it a little bit, but, you know, I'm but still I, don't, I don't mind. With, it's with Look, gratitude. Man, every once in a while, I need to be reminded that my friend Sean is my friend. You Sean. know what? I get I get caught up too when we have great guests on like Cindy, and it's like you just want to keep talking to them. And I know on the last show, I, like it was like the last second we were about to say <laughs> goodbye. Right. Like, oh yeah by the way sean what do you do you sell houses or something right well it's that it's that time of the year where a lot of people don't want to move because the holidays are coming up but um it's a great time to plan if you are thinking about moving next year mm-hmm. uh, just like i said from the mortgage side if you kind of want to know is there are there some things i should do with my home uh to prepare for sale next spring in many cases this may not even be your home it might be your parents' home, maybe they're, uh, you know, in one situation, I'm helping a mom and dad move into a, a one-level living uh, situation, and they wanted a full year to live in their in their home that they lived in for 40 years. Mm-hmm. But I went over there uh, a couple weekends ago and, and walked through, and they just had a really lovely home. But I said, there's a couple of things you could do here, maybe paint a couple of walls. There was a little staircase that needed to be fixed, but did, I said... Did, did it smell bad? It did not smell bad. Okay, I'm just checking. Sometimes old houses smell bad. No, they can. That's true. Absolutely right. (laughs) I did have a home years ago that they still had the 1974 yellow 
orange and brown shag carpet in it. Go on. But here's the crazy thing. I said, can I have your permission to peel up a corner just to see if there's hardwood floors under this? Uh-huh. There were, and they were about 95% in pristine condition. Of course, because remember in the 70s, everyone's like, hardwood floor is gross. Let's get this weird, <laughs> wavy seaweed carpet going. Well, and the amount they sold that home for, having hardwood floors down instead of the shag carpet, uh-huh. was pretty monumental. So let's meet. Let's talk. I can certainly uh, take a look at your house. I can also uh, kind of fill you in on what prices look like. Um, they'll probably change by next year, but... Give me a call and we will sit down and talk. 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band of the buyer or seller's choosing. However, if you don't have anybody, I got lots of bands that say we'd gladly take a donation. We know a few people. We sure do. And let's be honest, most of the people that we have on this show, and by most I mean every single one, is not driving a Lamborghini, with the possible exception of Cindy Lawson. Cindy, um, <laughs> do you, now you've picked a couple of songs by bands that I've literally never heard of before, mm-hmm. and this is exciting to me, because I genuinely, I've never been one of those guys like, of course I know who that is. I love learning. I, I Always learning is kind of my personal motto. Mm-hmm. Who's Surly Girly? Oh. Surly Girly are, they're not so much a band as they are a movement. Look how excited she is. I know, I know. I love it. They're brilliant, fierce, intelligent, compassionate women, and and the drummer, and... So I'm taking the drummer's not a woman? Drummer's not a woman. Okay, very good. Uh, they are they they refer to themselves as queer core. Uh, Eloise, who is in the band, is the granddaughter of Slim and Chrissy Dunlap. Mm. Oh, um, her mother, of course, is uh, uh, Emily Boygenzagen. Boygen. Oh, I I'll take get your that word wrong. for it. Emily B, as we call you, her, yeah. who's also in the 99ers and Whale in the Thames and Rude Girl. So we're talking about a Minnesota band here with Shirley oh, yeah. Gurley. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. All right, all right. Um, they're fabulous. They they uh, came out of uh, Eloise and Maeve, the, the, two, um, uh, the two ladies who started the band, uh, met in Earlham College couple years ago and their their music is confrontational it's like the best of punk it plus when you go to their shows not only do they have merch but they have information if you've been sexually assaulted um information about depression uh condoms they have uh, uh, you know, they donate money to worthy causes. Uh, they're, they're fascinating and young and they're the kind of band that, you know, I hear, I hear like my husband talk and I hear other <laughs> people talk of that, of that age and they just poo poo all the new stuff. Yep. And I'm like, you know, we are in fucking good hands when it comes to the 
like my daughter and her community and um and bands like Surly Girly. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. I mean they they I just I can't I can't even I mean you have to go see them because they're they're kind of like a cross between the slits where they're just confrontational but like I said they're all about justice you know and yeah magnificent You were 100% right. That was fucking rad as hell, Cindy. Well done. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. I, but again, that's why I like learning because I didn't know. <laughs> now, I believe in social justice. I believe in making some fucking noise. And when I was a teenager, I also went and slam danced and crowd surfed and did all the stuff. And it's important to have that youthful idealism because this is what, you know, the band that wrecked my life, I was going to be a normal suburban kid. <laughs> Dead Kennedys came along oh, yeah. and scared the living shit out yep. of me. They made me realize the government wasn't on my side. Ugh. The authorities weren't on my side. I couldn't trust anybody I looked at. They scared the shit out of me and have made me what I am today. Fuckers. Unbelievable. We're going to get to some more music coming up here in just a bit, but I do want to mention that you are wearing a t-shirt that says Complicated yes! Fun. Now, the only place you can find that particular song by Suicide Commandos is on a compilation called uh, Big Hits of Mid-America Volume 3. Yes. And it's being re-released this weekend. 
in fact, my friends and uh, my, well, former employer, I had to quit the record store now that I'm on afternoons, uh, Rob oh. Sheely in um, downtown Hopkins, Doho, as we like to call it in the yeah. business, uh, he is also the owner of Backgroove Records, and he, along with Rick Mank, who has been a drummer for a zillion different people a million different times, had his own band, The Velvet Crush. Um, yeah. They are working together to put that out, and there's a huge release show happening yes. in Hopkins this week. Weekend yeah. at the Hopkins Art Center. Yep. That's cool. Was, was yes, it, it was definitely planned. I have to. I have to represent the old guys. Yeah, agreed. You know, granted, it's a sausage fest. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, God bless them. Chris, Chris Osgood is one of the one of the kindest people I've ever met in my of life. The kindest and. He's a fat. He, I would dare say, he's kind of like the godfather of, you know, Minneapolis punk. Well, we've had you him have, here before. Oh, he's he's wonderful. He's a wonderful person. I've known him for a long time. Yep. In fact, you know, I what we have to attribute Minnesota punk to is he told this amazing, amazing story before the Suicide Commandos existed that the New York Dolls were performing at the grandstand at the Minnesota State Fair. (laughs) And I'm like, I'd never even heard that that happened. And he and one of the other guys, I can't remember if it was Dave or who it was, Uh but they went to see them and they both looked at each other about three songs in and they're like, this is what we're fucking doing. This (laughs) is it. And so without the New York Dolls inspiring the suicide, Uh. I mean, because they really are, you know, there are a ton of bands and important bands across that entire timeline, that entire pantheon. Right. But goddamn, Suicide Commandos were right there at the beginning doing things nobody had done in Minnesota before. Yeah, yeah. Even though we had, I mean, we had, we had garage rock. We had some dangerous and the dark and scuzzy things. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But it was nothing like that. Castaways. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Oh, yep. man, liar, liar. How good would that sound? Okay, we'll do it on the next show. Never <laughs> mind. Um, so I just, I noticed the shirt yes. only just as we were listening to that song right there. Let's talk about you. You've got a new EP on the way, which comes yes. out when? Okay, so I, when, when you're kind of the steward of your work, it kind of gets mixed up when you've got like a whole life and you're working a job. I'm taking this week off, by the way, which is why I'm able to be here with well, you. It's lovely to have you. Um, but some people I told November 15th, because that's a week before our record release party, other in other places it's november 16th so oh. you know what i'm i'm not sure when it is but see i'm the one who pushes the button yeah and i think i'm going to push the button on november 15th the sooner you know? the better let's push get it. it out there yeah. push it because i mean right now songs you know songs off the ep the EP is called Don't Come Crying to Me, and Don't Come Crying to Me is a single that came out in April. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, there's another song getting played on, like, Little Steven's Garage and also the other radio stations, um, I Don't Want You Anymore, and another one called Screamin' White Jesus. And <laughs> so, but that's not all. There's also a country song. But wait, there's more. Yes. I also, I wrote a country song that's on there based on a true story, but I'm not going to tell the true story. Dang. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's jam-packed. It's 
it's six songs just that's just gonna grab you by the I won't say balls, but it's gonna you just did. grab you, you. Just by the clam. <laughs> it's oh. gonna yeah. No, it's it's um and of course Let's just all say produced. It's gonna grab you by the swimsuit area. Can we do <laughs> that, that work? Yes. So that it's gender neutral. Yes. It's gonna grab you right in the swimsuit area. And it's all <laughs> Produced, of course, by the uh, wonderful Steve Price, mm-hmm. who I've talked about before, who I adore. He's brilliant. Um, I love him. Yeah. he's He's got, like, just amazing pop sensibilities. Plus, he's... He's, he's chill. That's what I like chill. about him. He's chill. He's objective. Mm-hmm. He'll tell me if stuff... He's like... This needs a little bit more work. Well, and you, you know, need that from a producer, right? Oh, I mean, God. A, a producer is a crucial right. part of any sort of musical creation. If you're going to sit down in the studio, absolutely, then you don't have a producer that's willing to stand up to you. Now, again, yeah. we're not talking Phil Spector gun on the console. No, not yet. But, dear God, <laughs> please never, please never. <laughs> but I mean, you have to have someone who can objectively knows you well enough, but also can be objective enough to be like, we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I love. I want to be pushed. I don't want to get into this myopic situation where I'm like, fucking A, it's great. You know, I I I want him. I I I I love having him there. I I you know, he's he's just the best. Tons of trust there. It sounds like. Oh, yeah. It's just wonderful. So you decided, despite the fact what the bio is telling me here, instead of the 16th oh. coming out on the 15th, <laughs> you you have pushed the button because you are the one who pushes the I, button. I, you are the decider. Yeah. Let me ask you this then. Is yeah. it going to be available strictly online? Will there be physical product to come along there, with the new EP? We, we're going to have physical product that's going to be available at the record release show, mm-hmm. along with new t-shirts. Go on. Uh, I love a good black t-shirt. Rumbar Records made some koozies. Who knew you could make koozies? Sometimes oh, you got to have one. I have, and, I have so many promotional koozies. Yeah, so I bet you do. If you do I, a lot of boating, koozies are the way. Yeah. Or even if you don't own a boat and you're just on a floaty in a <laughs> <Yeah>. lake. <laughs> then you also want a koozie. You That's want a two koozie. good reasons yes. for exactly. koozies. But stickers. Also, I, I would be remiss to... Uh, if I didn't mention that we're also releasing. So last year, recorded a Christmas song. Actually, it was a single, Hey Santa, which was an original back Not with. Screaming White Santa? No. Okay. But, you know, we don't know that Santa was white. You know, well, really. Well, but, but you have a song called Screaming White Jesus. Well, and that's, we know for a fact that's that he a was story. not white. Right. Okay, that's right. a story that I hope we get to. But... No, um I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. What, what else you get what else are you gonna be releasing? You've got one a other thing. Flexi disc. No. Of Hey Santa of the Christmas song. It's now on Flexi Disc. Last year I had it on a cool little cassette. Uh huh. That's gonna be sold on Flexi Disc. Um, I'm playing Small Business Saturday on the twenty fifth at Barely Brothers. And that's the day after Black Friday, right? Correct. All right. And I'm going to play with two other really awesome bands, Mean Magic and Tiny Daggers. 
And I'm going to bust out the Santa suit that I wore last year, too, which was really cool. Go on. But, so, yeah. But FlexiDisc Flexi disc is old school. The first FlexiDisc oh. I ever heard in my entire life was because my, my dad and mom were both big record collectors. So we had a nice hi-fi down in the basement. Not super high-end, nothing, you know, European or imported, but it was it worked well. But I remember they also were collectors of National Geographic. And... There was sort of this defining moment in the 70s where humpback whales became the thing. And there was a flexi disc of nothing but humpback whale songs inside that. I might have listened to that thing 300 times. I I loved it. And then, you know, later on, Mad Magazine would put out some flexi discs. People still make flexi discs? Yep. Yep. You can still make them. That's wild. I remember cereal boxes. Yep. With Bobby oh, Sherman. Yeah. Yes. Bobby yep. Sherman, Partridge Family. Yep. Um, wow. The Archies, you know. Uh, yeah, totally. Flexi discs, you know, they're they're cool. They're kitsch. Yeah. You know, and... I like them better than cassettes, I'll tell you that much yeah. right now. I absolutely do. We'll talk more about the shows that you've got coming up, but we've gone once again too long because you're too fun to I'm talk so to. I'm so sorry. No, no, that's not your <laughs> fault. That's on me. I'm the one that's supposed to be steering the ship, and I'm doing a terrible job. Uh. I'm staring out the window is what I'm doing right now and not realizing we almost hit the reef. It's oh. time for another... Well, not really hit the reef. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sort of a heavy... I want to know about spit takes because I've never takes. heard of them. Okay. So I'm sure that you've heard of the amazing bands uh, from a couple of years ago, Lassassins, mm-hmm. uh, the Toxines, yep. which came out of Lassassins. Um, Monet Wong is a brilliant guitar player. She is an amazing guitar player, an amazing presence on stage. She has this band, Spit Takes, along with Vanessa whose last name I can't remember. Not not important, but who, Vanessa. Who also had a band called Pink Triggers. And Angie Lynch, who was in Big Salt, plays bass. Um, the band, again, very punk rock, very in your face. Um, I love it. Um, this song, although it just says teeth, it's the... Chorus is really my pussy has teeth. So vagina dentata is an ancient correct. legend, and correct. There's a... I have a I have a joke about that. Can we? So hear it? a woman uh, was telling this man she just met. She said, "Well, you know, uh, or or no." He said, "My mother told me never to sleep with women because they have teeth down there." And she goes, that's ridiculous. And she showed him. And he goes, are you kidding with gums that bad? How could you have teeth? Thank you!
I've now heard of two bands today that I did not know when I woke up this morning, and Ugh. they were both fucking excellent. That was great. Ugh. Spit takes with teeth yep. on the Brian Oak Show, episode 355, which I know it makes me sound very old, Cindy. I apologize. <laughs> it's just the I way it is. I told you. I turned 62 last month. Oh, well, happy birthday so, to you. And you. congratulations on a new EP, which yes. is now apparently coming out the 15th instead of the 16th. You want to move <laughs> it up any closer? Because, no, no. I, okay. I All right. You know. There's got to be some anticipation there. Exactly. All right. Well, speaking of anticipation, people will be able to get their hands on it, but where are they going to be able to come and see you and your excellent band perform live and do your thing? Uh, At the Hook and Ladder on the 22nd, also known as Drinksgiving, the night before. Is that the Wednesday before? Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I stopped going out on that. Long before I quit drinking, I stopped going out on that night because... Here's what I could never figure out. The day after Thanksgiving, you get all the food, you have the family, you get right. to sleep, you do the thing. Why not go out on that Friday? But I realized that Drinksgiving came about because people head back to their hometowns yep. to see their families. And that first night, they're like, hey, we're back. Yep. Let's do this thing. Yep. Thanksgiving dinner would be ruined with a massive hangover. I hate that idea. <laughs> I hate it. So it, go out That's and enjoy yourself. That's a good point. I, I don't get it. Like, why? You've got that whole long weekend in front of you. Yeah. Let's get shit-faced the rest of the nights. The night before Thanksgiving, uh... anything that ruins stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy <laughs> can go to hell. So that go be- drink in moderation and see Cindy Lawson at Hook and Ladder That's on Drinksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Drink in moderation, but then also rock excessively. Rocking yes. is fine. Yes. You get to sleep in. You're going to have food and more nourishment the next I day. I also have to say, not only are the spit takes and Surly Girly playing with me, but I have former Miss Twin Cities Pride, uh, Gosh Alice Jones... Uh, a very lovely and talented drag queen will be hosting the evening. This is all happening that this night? This is all happening. This is an epic night. It is an epic night. And we're also mm. going to have um, Matt Paul, who's from the unnamed saxophone player. He's going to be sitting in with us. We also have... Um, we have surprises planned for that. Night. I was gonna it's going to be fun. There's going to be a raffle. It, Come on. There's going to be a raffle. Who doesn't Sean, love a raffle in Minnesota? With the little tickets. Yeah, the little red you ticket. Know, the little little or red yellow tickets. or blue or whatever color they are. It doesn't whatever. matter. Yeah. But I mean, like, you'll read off numbers and yeah. or the drag queen. What, yeah. what was the drag? Miss Gal. Miss Gosh Alice. Miss Gosh Alice. Yes. Uh, we'll be reading off numbers. That's, and that's people, what they do. That's fun. Like, those are fun. It, it's, yeah. it's, and you've got a much better chance of winning than, say, the lottery or yeah. Mega Millions. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And the, the EP is going to be on Bandcamp as well, right? The EP is on Bandcamp. Um, uh, it's also, you know, going to come out on all your favorite Spotify, yeah, Apple but we Music. want we want to do Bandcamp band because that's where you good. make the most money as the band, and absolutely, Spotify, still not a tremendous amount of money, but much much better yes. than other people downloading it elsewhere. Yes, and will there be physical copies in any local locations? Um, there will be after the, uh, after the show. Of Got course, right. I don't want to, you know, well, of course not shoot my load, as they say. <laughs> Who says What's, that? What? what <laughs> I, but I, 
I didn't realize we had Ron Jeremy on the show. <laughs> exactly. Oh, right. oh my goodness. That's a, no, no, no. There's nothing you can't say on this show. Uh, see, and that's in fact, what I like. That warmed my heart. That warmed that's, my heart. That's, you know, you're home. Yeah. You're home. The right new here. EP is called Don't Come Crying to Me out on the 15th, apparently, of this month. Sure. Which is coming up. Okay. Or the 16th. I don't know. I'm not trying to sure, let's go paint you into a corner. I just, you're the one who said it. Anyway, that's coming up very, very quickly. So it's coming out very soon. You are going to be performing at, when are you performing at Barely Brothers? Um, Barely Brothers, uh, the music starts at 1, we perform at 3, at 1 o'clock is Mean Magic, 2 o'clock Tiny Daggers, and us at 3 p.m. at Barely Brothers. Wonderful, wonderful little cool record store with yep. live music a lot of the times. So and they're, they're a great brick and mortar shop right yeah. like I, I mean i've worked at a different one mill city yep, sound yep. for three years these places are not you know that again no one's driving a lamborghini right no. these places require your participation if you believe in this community if you believe in local music you gotta go right labors of love exactly and yeah. i i swear to god are you gonna be selling these stickers Oh yeah, the stickers are going to be there. This, this, the cover of your <laughs> record. I, when I first saw it, I was flipping through the website. I'm like, well, I should probably know something about what's going on. <laughs> My love of Susie Quattro is so deep that I was like, holy shit! Like that, it, it's it's so good. I wish you the best of luck on the EP. We usually take a photo after the show, but we're using that photo as the as, oh, as the episode photo. Yeah, right. got mind, cause we, we got to use that. I'm not photo ready today, so yeah. we're going to use that. Right. Um, yeah, he, I always call him my ninja, but you know, it, not, yeah. not for the photo. <laughs> Sorry, don't say my ninja again. Right. <laughs> Sorry, no, that, people that are going to take that the wrong Yeah, that, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we were. <laughs> Tiptoeing along the edge right there, Sorry, my good man. Um, but good luck with the EP and good you. luck with the gigs. And Thank you. Is there a Cindy Lawson.com that is ground zero for information for people moving forward? CindySongs.com. CindySongs.com. Yeah. Just because yeah. that way they can find the right links. They can oh, make yeah. their way to the right places. Oh, yeah. Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, songs.com. Right. All one word, the whole right. bit. Right. I, just, I, like I to- can be Googled. I you can Google Go me. Go on. Really? You can Google me. Not on the first I'm date. on Instagram. <laughs> I'm on Instagram and Facebook. What if he seems nice? You know. <laughs> <laughs> we seem to have gone down a very dark and bizarre path here at the end. Uh, but before we can let you leave, yes. I do have to thank Smart Start MN. I've got to thank Absolutely. our friend Scott McKay, the mortgage guy. I need to thank my friend Sean Bernard. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Sean. This was fun. Uh, also, AudioQuip, uh, who provided us with all the state-of-the-art equipment that we have in the Smart Start MN studio. Without them, it sounded a lot like... Like that. So instead, we get to talk and we get to do things. Um, and so thanks to everybody. Also, all of our Patreon members, anybody who's ever amplified or shared anything you've ever heard on this show, we really do appreciate it because somehow I fell in love with being a podcaster. When Sean first asked me to do this four years ago, by the way, happy yeah, four fourth year, anniversary. Four years ago, Saturday. Wow, Unbelievable. Four years. Unbelievable. I was like, I don't, what's a podcast sounds irritating. Most of the people who do them seem like they're a real pain in the ass. Yeah, Brian sat very close to the door you know when we when we had our initial meeting like oh jesus oh, this a podcast <laughs> and here we are 355 episodes later and we're going to wrap it up with a song off your brand new ep 
before we hear the song, how did you know when you were done with it? I mean, like you've got Steve to give you some advice when it comes from production, but you as an artist are always going to be like, I don't know, maybe I could do this on there. Maybe we could throw that on there. Maybe we could change this song a little bit that way. How do you know when to let it go and let it out into the world? Remember when you said that most of the people that you have on here don't drive Lamborghinis? Yeah. Uh, do you drive a Lamborghini? Down, no. Okay. It comes down to money. Yeah. And recording, I mean, doing this stuff is truly a labor of love because you're spending a lot of money. You want to put out quality mm-hmm. product. You want to get stuff out there. You really do. But it's got to be good. And there's just a point where you're like, okay, I want something out in 2023. This is what we have. This sounds the best. Let's do it. You know? Then tell me about this song right here. And I'm not going to say another word except thank you very much, Cindy Lawson. And good luck with the release. Tell me about this particular track because I believe it's, as we say in the business, the title track from the forthcoming EP. It is the title track. I am so tired of people lying. I'm so tired. That seems to be the thing now. That people... People can just say whatever shit they yeah. want to say, and and there's no consequences. Now, am I wrong? I mean, I know people have lied throughout the ages, yes. but it just seems like lately you can just say whatever the fuck you want, and it it doesn't have to have any basis in reality, and people will believe you. Or and but what's worse, people will repeat it. Oh yeah. So. I'm I'm just really really tired. I'm I'm really tired of that. I'm so tired of lying. I'm so tired of it. And then it makes me think, well, does lying go down to like what about like Facebook filters or I mean Instagram filters or you know, what about AI? Stuff like AI. You know, is it all lying? So I don't know. I, I- I didn't, I, there's no answer. We got to get out of here, Sean. Cindy's pissed.